Hello, Chris. Hey, Mark. So, lots of stuff has been going on for me lately. I bet. I've got a job change. Mm -hmm. I've got relationship changes, mm -hmm. deep ones. And um, one of them is a really special woman that I've fallen in love with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm going through a divorce, and when I got back from Hawaii, there was this wonderful woman waiting for me. Mm -hmm. And... Did you know her before you went to Hawaii? I did know her. Mm -hmm. Um, but we ended up being in the same mindfulness class together hmm. and kindled a really deep relationship whereas before we were just friends that's pretty nice yeah it's pretty incredible and um so i think she's just like the most awesome person that i've ever met mm -hmm. And I feel like our already, you know, we haven't been dating that long, obviously, but already I feel like the changes that I'm seeing in myself are really positive. Mm -hmm. That's good. But at the same time, I have all this baggage and I'm dragging it along and some of it I'm, I've just seem to have like a death grip on, like I can't let it go. And it's, it's not anything that I want to hold on to. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, when I say baggage, I mean really just something that's keeping me from being the free soul that I want to be. Can you give me a little perspective, like, or context of uh, what you mean by baggage? Is it, is it like uh, uh, how you were raised uh, to think about relationships baggage, or is it um, commitments that were to go on forever but now you have to terminate them or like baggage as in there are things that you had in your old relationships that you notice you still have in your new relationship and you know that that probably shouldn't you shouldn't carry that along and it's just extraneous but like what was some so context there? those three examples were all perfect mm. uh, that's exactly what I'm trying to get at and the last one is especially poignant because we this this incredible woman and I have had time after time after time just the best times together until yesterday when I just was in the thrall of this old behavior mm -hmm. that I really need to get rid of Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's really inspiring to be with someone who turns me on to really deep, interesting authors like Mathieu Ricard. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I said his name right. <laughs> I'm working on French because Marie speaks beautiful French. Mm -hmm. And... I want to be able to speak French to her and to her family. Mm -hmm. 
and and so these so, uh, the these things you know about yourself. Yeah. You, you, so the, what I was gonna say too about uh, Matthew, the author. God, I hope mm. I'm even getting close to the right pronunciation. <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of work to do. Uh, I was just reading chapter eight, the beginning of it. It's a great chapter. It's after chapter seven, which was about suffering. Mm. And every chapter so far, this guy has has been contiguous. One after <laughs> yeah, the other. one after the other. We get one from chapter one. Then it went to chapter two. <laughs> two. It was amazing. What came next? <laughs> chapter three. You are so right. Okay. And every one of these chapters is filled with such really great. You know those French. Yeah. I do. I know some. Marie. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, um, and so the chapter eight is how your thoughts become your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me yesterday. Mm. My thoughts became my worst enemy. I did all sorts of wacky things that, you know, why did I do those things? I don't know. Uh, if, if, if I had to, it to do over, I, s I would change every single one of those things. Mm -hmm. um, and were the actions that were uh, born out of fear? Or resentment, or unhappiness, or uh, yes, was yes, yeah. How do you know these things? You just like, oops, I didn't talk about this ahead of time with him. He just knows. Well, I was thinking maybe your future self will be listening to this. You'd be like, oh yeah, I remember when Chris. My future self will listen to this. <laughs> I'll invite Marie to listen to this, but I would prefer for this one episode of our show mm -hmm. that this only be between you, me, and her. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, right. So I, I, am going to interrupt you with the hosting thing for a second and say, now I understand why you say, like, like you haven't talked to me about any of this. It was just like, for, for me to drive, dive right in, to such sensitive and personal areas, and for me to be saying such succinct things and be nailing it would, would Im almost I in imply that we've talked about it before. I, I think what it really implies is that we're really good friends. Mm -hmm. And you probably can read me in ways that mm -hmm. um, most people can't. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. and also, you're a highly sensitive individual mm -hmm. uh, anyway. So, you know. To my detriment sometimes. Yeah, yeah. me too. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, that's as, you're, as I hear you talking about these things, I'm, there's. Th you, you hear first violin from me, but there's a whole orchestra that's playing in my head about you and your personality and 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 relationships and um you know in, in in a way your orchestra or the orchestra is playing for you is the same orchestra that plays for me and i and i know this music really well <laughs> i know this movement yeah yeah so let's think about when we overdub on this um this talk mm -hmm. how we're going to react to some of these things oh. I, you know like what you just said is very exciting and it makes me think that oh we're gonna suddenly have an orchestra but i don't think that might be the right way to go <laughs> this is like I, I recorded something before you got here mm -hmm. and it was um an email that she sent to me today uh, after
after I sent her a lot of emails today while she was working. I, you know, since I'm leaving my job, I don't have as much to do, so I have lots more time to mm. sit and write and think and mm -hmm. um, worry. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So she wrote this really amazing email that I appreciate so much that I recorded it so that I could listen to myself um, say it. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and I'm thinking about tacking it at the end of this um, this talk that we're having now. N can you give me an example of like uh, like how you spoke it? Like if you were to make up words as if it came from it? Like, ha ha like I hope you know that I'm only telling you these difficult things because I care. I love you. So, so. So you didn't say it like with a accents or like dramatic inflection, like no. you know, oh. I only. <laughs> I should have you read it too, but that, that would, would be, be good. sort of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would yeah, be funny. Uh, that, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think we won't do that. Though. Okay. Um, well, I was thinking if it was going to be part French or like you know, you'd add so much like emph emphasis to the right syllable yeah but um so my hip was acting weird so i just took my leg out um a little visual for you folks <laughs> you folks it's so funny i'm only inviting one person to listen <laughs> yeah you folks <laughs> well me I, yeah my split personality uh-huh but um so I just need to be more fun, you know, not get so serious all the time. That's one of my deals. Oh, yeah, dude, that's really tough to do. Like, okay, let me put it this way. With Judy and me, you know, Judy, of course, you know, Judy's my, my wife, and we've been together for, oh, like 20 years now, actually. And um, she is um, she's about as different from me as you could possibly get. And um, I struggle with a lot of the things that you struggle with as well. Uh, you know, the, the worrying or being ultra sensitive, you know, um, inferring uh, context just from the way people say things and how their sentences are structured or... Or just what they're saying, even like just... Saying, the yeah. yeah, I mean... and. It, is there a lot of times for you when you feel like, had you just interpreted that differently, everything would play out very differently? Dude, yes. Okay, so, um, so even the other night, so, so the other night Judy and I were, we, we watched, um, uh, you know, on PBS that, uh, Antiques Roadshow, and, uh, you know, she really likes it. She really enjoys it. And, you know, the characters on the show, she can she can mimic all of their voices. And um, I, for me, I, the show's kind of interesting, but I'm all technical, you know, and, and like I care about the, the physical, uh, you know, way the, of, of the antique things that they bring in and stuff. And whereas Judy's like more of the... Uh, so I'm in... I'm an INFP on the Myers-Briggs test, and she's a ESTJ, so you couldn't get, <laughs> you know, more different. Can you, okay, I-M-F-T? Yeah, I-N-F. I-N-F-T, so introvert, mm, what's the N? Um, 
I'm not sure. We'll come back to it. Then you got. But the other is extrovert, so you're the introvert. Feeling, yo, uh, yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. If I didn't have to talk to people, I'd, that'd be fine. And and that's actually <laughs> one of the one of the challenges. You know, Judy is like, you, you go in your room all day. I'm alone. I feel alone all the time. You know. And then I'm like saying like, okay, well let's go out. And she's like, I'm having fun right here. And I'm like, well then, what? What's the problem? <laughs> yeah. And then she went, and then well, we're having fun right here, but we're watching a show that she wants to watch. And then, you know, like I'd love to watch Mythbusters and Science and Discovery Channel. And she, she you know, she'll want me to go into the other room. So, so we couldn't be more, you know, opposite, but at the same time, we're, we bring a lot to each other. And I'm the more difficult one, okay? Uh, you know, with my ADD and with my obsessing about details, obsessing about way things are said, the way things are interpreted. So we're watching Antiques Roadshow to go back to your, 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 your the, the story. And um, and I had, you know, we live in Washington State where it's legal to smoke marijuana. And so I had, uh, smoked a little bit earlier in the night. And, um, and I was able to get out of my head. And that's one of the reasons why she prefers it when I, when I smoke. Because I'm much easier to be around, and uh, because I'm not analyzing every word, I'm not thinking about every uh, uh, ev- everything. I can just be. I can just be. My brain shuts off, and that's what she really needs. She needs my brain to shut off, and I'm like, well, you know, it really frustrates me because I'm, I'm I become kind of a jello. I, I become just mold. I just become something that just sits around and. and not motivated much, but so. Whereas when I'm not in, in high, I guess you could say, um, I'm I'm driven, I'm focused, and I'm I'm annoyed. I kind of live in a constant state of being annoyed, and that's also really that's really difficult to be around. So, well, so when we're watching this show, I heard Judy mimic one of the people in the show, and. I was able to step out of myself and I was able to watch and observe this person on the show as well that I felt like I understood how Judy was mimicking these people. In other words, I'm I'm not a mimicker and it's hard for me to pick up on, on the subtleties. So, um, which is part of my, you know, my obsessive compulsive. Like, it's part of, I guess, being autistic or like high functioning holy shit dude autism? i thought you were only add <laughs> no no okay. Ju- judy says yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay autism yeah. obsessive compulsive yeah it's it's yeah it's it's um i'm not obsessive compulsive like i have to turn light switches on and off and stuff like that it's just that, like if things don't go my way i uh, uh it, you know it's kind of like it, it's kind of like those kids that um you know special needs kids that if it's not the same way every time, they get really frustrated. So, uh-huh. like, but that's part of what gives me the strength of, of being like a tester or being a software developer is, is that I'm I come up with these patterns that helps me progress. And so I'm very good at what I do once I get the patterns. But if I don't have the patterns, I get completely overwhelmed. Completely overwhelmed. So no, that made a lot of sense. Okay, so I kind of live in this constant state of. being overwhelmed and so that that can be challenging when I'm around
around people when they're saying one thing and I'm hearing another, and there's literally no way for me to hear it another way. It was only when I was watching the show that I had this like out of body experience to where I could understand what Judy was feeling when she was watching this thing. Like in other words, in a normal part of my life, I can't. I, I have trouble picking up on, on, or at least knowing what the correct social response is. If, like, if Judy's having a tough day, does that mean I'm supposed to fix the problem, or am I just supposed to listen to her? Like, I end up interpreting her sadness or her difficulty with something that I've done. Or I, I just internalize it internalize it um, like that and that can be difficult so it's a long story to basically say that um, I'm, I haven't figured it out I'm there are certain there's certain things that there's certain things that I do certain modes I go into uh, you know revert to um, so you know baggage one way could be said you know so Marie taught me something that has been really, really valuable to me. And I'll share it with you. It's, um, they call it meta, or they also can call it kindness meditation. Mm -hmm. And you picture in your mind, and I also just did it um, with this audio file that's freely available. I could give you the URL uh, of a guy who um, also has his version of meta and it was really great but the version that I've memorized and that I love is may you be happy may you be safe from internal and external harm may you be healthy in body and mind may you live with ease and well-being so you say those words in your mind mm-hmm. while you're meditating on first yourself and then other people that you care about and then back to yourself and then back to other people you care about. And one thing that this um, audio I listened to today did was it started with someone that you care about followed by someone that you still care about but not as much and then someone that you're very neutral toward and then someone that you have challenges with Mm -hmm. and then to start including the people who are near you in your neighborhood that are just your family you know the people who are close to your heart or close to you physically and then the next step is to include all human beings. And as the speaker goes through all of this, he makes a very informed uh, recognition that most people listening to him person out of the all people mm-hmm. and that's themselves mm-hmm. and the way that he says it now that you've opened your heart to everyone in the world is there room now with that open heart for you to step in 
was really powerful. And I would never know any of this stuff if it wasn't for Marie. Hmm. And I feel so fortunate to have her in my life. Mm -hmm. And I really want to be a better person for her. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I still have feelings for Anne. the second person that I think about uh, frequently when I'm doing meta. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, Alexander's in that list, and so are many, many people. Mm. And the more I do this meta, wait, wait, the more you forgot I one person. Uh, no. Chris Tuttle? Yeah, me. Chris Hello. Tuttle, I'm here. <laughs> I was just teasing. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. Actually, so anyway, because so anyway, <laughs> da, da, da. meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the um, <laughs> second recording, back at the ranch. which we're going to be starting any minute. Uh, let's end on a good note. Wait, I thought we were going to actually solve a problem. Well, maybe the music will do that. Oh. Yeah, like so. We have to leave time because, you know, let me look at and see how long we've been recording. Oh. Okay. So he's walking over the computer, staring at the screen, and he's walking back to his seat, he's sitting down. It's, it's been about 22 minutes-ish. Hmm. So that's a pretty good length. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any final, like... I guess, I guess, well, you started off with talking about, you, you know, so there's kind of, like, everything's going great, and then yesterday happened and it was and and it was and challenging there, and it was challenging uh, great way to say it and it was challenging yeah. yeah and 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 kind of the question was what you were throwing out to the universe uh, which is me of course <laughs> <laughs> chris tuttle as the universe <laughs> <You> say, <laughs> chris <laughs> chris tuttle watch chris tuttle tonight when he plays the universe <laughs> So, so, so you, so you're kind of throwing it out to the universe and, and, and saying, you know, well, is there, you know, is this, a, it's kind of like, is this a sign of things to come? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of how I acted yesterday was kind of an amalgamation of, of all of the baggage that, I'm that you've had for a long time. Yeah. The, the I've let go of some. I know I've that fairly recently, mm -hmm. like within the last several months or few months, mm -hmm. you know, um, I think if I can recognize the baggage, which I, had, I can let it go, but it's like I said, I was desperate, kind of, mm -hmm. and um, it's ridiculous, like, it's because I, it, I mean, it's like when you squeeze your hand really tight for a long time and the blood isn't in it anymore, mm -hmm. and now you can't open your hand. Mm -hmm. And I taught that to Alexander, and he was like, oh, that's weird. I was like, yeah, don't do it too often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I would say this one thing. If, if I were to kind of end on something that would give you pause, something to think about, it would be that... You take you take your and I personalities of, of 
think I'm an introvert or an extrovert? I think you're more of an extrovert. Yeah. But, but it's because you, because you, you like doing social things. You like going out, you know, in, in like if we're at a bar, like you feel totally comfortable dancing and, yeah. and you know, so you're not self, um, uh, cr- you're not self-criticizing. It, at least you're, it doesn't, you're comfortable with who you are when you're in, when you're in a social in, in environment. Mm-hmm. Um, at least when it comes to doing things like your Tai Chi and your yeah, sure. And, and, and the dancing and stuff. Yeah, so. that's a good point. I mean, that there are stages. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so if, so if, if there was one thing that I would would say is, is to think, you know, is I, I know you say there's garbage and and and, and you want to be able to identify that garbage, but I I wonder. I ask the question: Is it possible that it's less? about garbage that you have to remove and more about being able to identify the continuum of everything that makes you who you are today and being able to say, there's some things that I totally want to get out. There's other things that are frustrating to me and to other people, but it's not really garbage. You know, it's because because what I'm trying to get at is based on how challenging the day might be, say in a week or a month or two years from now, there might be one day that's really challenging. What, where you choose to lay down that is garbage stick, you know, on that continuum, is going to be a different place than a day when you are feeling great and it's not challenging. It's very, it's, it happens with ease. That, that marker is there's, there's not going to be as much garbage because you've just moved the marker in that continuum down and there's just less of, of garbage. So what I'm trying to get at is, is, is ask yourself, is it less about getting rid of garbage and more about being able to live with the garbage that's acceptable? In other words, you have to kind of accept yourself. I don't accept myself. Uh, that's why I have trouble moving forward when I'm blocked on a coding problem writing software or I'm trying to fix my computers or uh, there's something that I don't know how to do I that's that's when I'm when I shut down darn it I forgot where I was going with this yeah let's get positive darn it okay. let's go to a positive place so so oh yeah it's, it's about accepting yourself so If we are filled with energy, then it's probably necessary for us to know when external forces can release that energy that's within us, good or bad, you know, positive or negative, but just like we... I think we need, I, uh, th- I, I can speak for me, which is one of the things I need to work on is the ability to, to, to not take things personally, to not let my fears, my, my words, my conscious, my thinking, you know, my, w- w- 
what I think is the way the world is, that I shouldn't, I need to learn not to let that amplify the, the, what I'm receiving, because I, one of the sad things about knowing a lot of stuff is I'm not open to new ideas. I mean, that, I'm, I can be not open to letting go of the ideas that I already have. And so if I'm really sure of the world around me, if I'm really sure of, of what I think somebody's saying to me, that the energy that I'm receiving, that, that does more harm because I'm less flexible and less ready to, 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 to disengage. I'm less, I'm, I'm more ready to engage and that can be detrimental, especially in situations that require finesse or require Is this still going in a positive direction? I'm, you, I think I you were know. like on a trajectory there at I, the beginning of what you were saying, but then it kind of leveled off and I listen it's petering yeah, yeah i mean it's become more of a diatribe i like those no, <laughs> so so okay so if i were to put it so so let me say it in 148 characters twitter? yeah on twitter be patient with the things that require effort be patient with yourself. Be patient with others. And love. And share your love. Yes, and and, and love. That was another thing you, when when you were talking earlier. It was just like it was like uh, you know those, those voices come in. Is like I had this neighbor that didn't like me feeding the birds. I love my birds. The last thing I wanted to do was to have somebody tell me to stop loving, and I did. I kind of. This person was like, hey, don't feed the birds. You, what do you, why do you do that? It's totally stupid. And I took it really personally, and, and I let it bias my love for these birds. And what happened was I became darker. And I shouldn't have. I, really, the love that I have for the birds, I can share that love with this person who's unhappy with me feeding the birds, but I can still share that love. I don't really know why he's unhappy with me feeding the birds. He just might be projecting it. Or might have, he might have had a bad day and he's just like, he never liked birds and he doesn't know anything about birds. So he just, yeah, I'm going to pick on this guy feeding the birds and stuff. But, but I've found that if I, if I don't fall into right. someone else's deal. Right. Who's dragging you away from your authentic self. Who's distracting me from my connecting with the love yeah. for those birds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's so it. let's listen to this on a really positive note. Um, and we'll say that yeah, we... Yeah, an acceptable note. An acceptable note? Yeah. Because, I mean, real positives is, is a lot of pressure. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll keep it simple. So, 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 yeah, an acceptable note would be. I love you, Chris. <laughs> I love you, Mark. Okay, well, right. let's wrap it up. All right. Now Mark's going over, and he's about to push stop. <laughs>